Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode. It's Kier here. In my last episode, I talked about the six healthy habits of a lean petite. And if you haven't listened to it, I highly encourage that you check it out. And as I was posting it, it occurred to me that I could probably do a whole podcast episode just about steps because I feel like it's one of those things that is just so overlooked and it's not talked about and it's not sexy, but it makes a major, major difference for petites in my own experience and my own opinion. And I mean, it's absolutely crucial that all of my petite clients wear a step tracker throughout my one-on-one program for a reason. And it's so crucial that I even ask if you wear one on my application form. And there's several reasons for this, and that's exactly what I want to talk about today. The importance of wearing a step tracker is all about awareness. When you wear one and you monitor your activity, it shows you how active or inactive you are. And most of us think that we are active until we start using a step counter, and then we see how far off from that 10,000 steps that we really are. And I'll get to how many steps you should be really taking in just a bit, but first I want to tell you a little story. So I remember when I first started wearing my Fitbit Charge, it was my baby, it was my favorite at the time, and I found that my steps on the days that I would work as a personal trainer in a gym were always way higher than the days that I was off. And what's worse was I found my steps were crazy, crazy low on the days that I would work as a substitute teacher. Yes, that's a fun fact for you. And I was actually working three part-time jobs at the time. The third was painting with a twist, which is really crazy. If you know me, you're like, wait, what? That's so out of left field. And I know. Um, But on those days, I was like pretty medium active. But back to subbing, you would think that because I was in a school and standing in front of a classroom full of kids and monitoring, monitoring them, that I was constantly on my feet, especially because at the end of the day, I was so exhausted. But I would come home from working a seven-hour day having only 3,000 steps and sometimes even less than that. Before wearing a watch, I would come home and veg out on the couch thinking that I deserved this after such a long day, but that's probably the worst thing I could have done. And all of that stopped when I started wearing my Fitbit because it would actually encourage me to try to move more throughout the day when I was subbing. So I would come home with even more steps, so maybe like four or five, six thousand steps. So it was already ahead. And then I found that by coming home and going for a walk, not only did I get my steps up further to where they should have been, but my energy levels picked up and I felt capable of finishing out the day productively rather than just watching Netflix for like six hours. And I know that most of my clients who have never worn a step tracker have the same amount of shock when they first start monitoring their activity through a step tracker. It just brings this whole new level of self-awareness about how active they really are. Now, the awareness is great. But it's what you do with that information that matters more. You see, most people who wear a step tracker, because it's the trendy thing to do now, they tend to not do much with that information that they collect. 
they look at it and they go, oh, cool, I did 9,000 steps today. Or, oh, nice, I did 16,000 steps on Saturday, so now I, it's okay if I only hit 4,000 today. All that you're doing with that is collecting data, which is a great first start to wearing a step tracker, right? Like, this is necessary. But here's where you can become the advanced step tracking rock star that you need to be. It all comes down to consistency. Just like tracking macros, just like working out, just like drinking water, taking your supplements, and everything else in the health and fitness realm, your steps should be consistent. The reason for this is super simple. Having a consistent amount of steps ensures you have a consistent calorie burn throughout your week or your months or whatever it is. So when your steps are consistent, it's much easier to manipulate the pieces of the weight loss or muscle building puzzle to initiate further response from the body. And I think the easiest way to understand this is the same way you understand water intake. If you drink a lot of water one day, you might feel pretty water heavy. And then if you drink, if you don't drink that much water the next day, you'll probably feel dehydrated. And if you keep this up and down cycle, you'll feel different each day. But if you were to drink a consistent amount of water for a few days, you'd feel pretty much the same all week, right? It's the same way with steps. If you take a lot of steps one day, your step tracker will even show your calorie burn was higher than the day before in which you might have only taken half the amount of steps. Whereas if your steps were consistent throughout the week, your calorie burn is probably going to be pretty even throughout the course of the days, which makes your body almost like a well-working machine, a petite a lean petite machine, if you will. When you pair that with a consistent calorie intake, you're much more likely to be in the correct energy balance in which you can manipulate to be either a deficit, a maintenance, or a surplus. And it's much easier to manipulate these things when everything, like the steps and water and whatever else, is at a consistent and constant level. And when your calorie intake and your calorie output and your water and your supplements and so on are so sporadic and all over the place, it's so much harder to understand what's causing the hurdles or what's causing the success or whatever else. But when you have control over all of those things, you become the one in control of your body. And that's exactly where I want you and all of my clients to be. So when I coach my clients, the first thing I have them do is get consistent with these puzzle pieces the macros, the water, the supplements, the steps, the workouts. And what often happens is it takes them quite a bit of time to fall into the groove. And that's okay. That's so normal when it comes to changing your lifestyle and your routine. But having everything consistent takes effort. But the more you try, the better and easier it gets. And once everything becomes consistent, that's when I can manipulate the other pieces to push them in the direction that they want to go. But when it comes to steps, I always start them at a realistic number. See, if they came to me only having, let's say, 3,000 steps per day, asking them to do 10,000 steps per day, like the standard recommendation that everyone seems to think is the number one way, that recommendation is going to feel so hard and so impossible to that person who's only walking 3,000 steps per day. 
And when something feels impossible, they are more likely to get discouraged and more likely to feel like this program is too hard and they're probably going to give up before we even get anywhere. And I don't want that to happen because that looks bad for both of us, okay? So instead, I set them up at a challenging but achievable number of steps. So in this particular example, this client would start at maybe 5,000, maybe 6,000 steps if I think that they can do it, but maybe about 5,000 steps per day. And what this does is increase her overall expenditure with still room to grow. So rather than if she just started at 10,000 steps and stayed there, her body would respond pretty quickly and then plateau real hard. And we don't want that. We want small changes over time to keep yielding results. So when she can easily hit that five to 6,000 steps per day, which usually takes about two, three weeks for most people who are just getting started with this kind of routine, then we can increase her steps a little bit more. I usually jump up about a thousand steps, which is like an additional, I don't know, 10 minutes of walking per day, which again is a little bit more challenging, but totally achievable. And then I keep progressing clients this way, a little bit more every few weeks, but they have to be consistent to the first goal first, right? Like they have to be consistently reaching that first goal before I ever advance them up higher. So for you, if you want to know how many steps you should be taking, I encourage you to try this approach instead of reaching for that unrealistic 10,000 steps right off the bat. Now, if you're a superstar and you're already getting an average of 12,000 steps per day, go you. But let's just first double check. Are you consistently reaching 12,000 steps every day or is it sometimes nine, sometimes 15 and kind of scattered everywhere in between? If so, I want you to try to get as close as possible to that 12,000 steps every single day this week. If you are already close to those 12,000 steps every day this week, go you for reals. But now you can try increasing by 1,000 steps. So maybe your your new goal is now 13,000 steps per day. So the goal here isn't to keep increasing until you're at like 26,000 steps per day. That's super insane. Honestly, once my clients get to about 16,000 steps or so, I try to wean them back down while still keeping their calories where they're at so that they're not gaining weight, but they're doing less activity to keep that maintenance level. Um, And the goal is to be at a challenging amount of steps for you, okay? And that's really the, the key piece here. It has to be challenging for you. And that varies depending on what stage of life you're in. So maybe you're like me, who used to work a very physically demanding job where you were getting 16,000 steps per day, but now working from home at a desk most of the day, 11,000 steps is perfectly challenging enough for now. And it really all depends on you. But I will say that my most successful petite clients move around a lot each day. Not only do they complete their five to six, 30 to 60 minute workouts throughout the week, but they're moving all day long. And I'm not talking about a 10 mile hike every day, but just getting up from your work desk periodically to get water or coffee, standing up when you're on the phone instead of just sitting on the couch and parking furthest from the store entrance 
you'll find that all of these things increase your step count and every step counts towards the overall lean petite product. So if you're truly trying to alter your body composition, you definitely don't want to be that person who doesn't care about their steps. And you also don't want to be that person who's like, oh, I average 12K per day, but other days you're hitting 4K and others you're hitting 18K. It's so inconsistent. And again, when you're trying to lose or gain weight, that inconsistency makes it much harder to manipulate anything else to get your body to change. But what if you go over your step goal? Okay, so there's nothing wrong with having some extra steps some days. But if you find yourself constantly going way over, then maybe it's time to increase your goal. If it's just a few random days, give yourself the reward of chilling out on those days. For example, every Sunday, my boyfriend and I go on a hike, and we usually get anywhere from 8 to 10,000 steps before 9 a.m. So on these days, I actually take the rest of the day really easy because I know I'll easily hit my 11,000 step goal just by moving around the house like I normally do. And I owe myself that rest for how much I do throughout the week. And I don't feel guilty for it because I already met my step goal. But I will also say it's not ideal to do every day like this, and that's because you want a consistent calorie burn throughout most of your days, especially as a petite. And besides, it helps keep your energy levels up when you're moving throughout the day. I know you know what I'm talking about because I always feel way more exhausted on the days that I sit around inside all day long. And that's exactly why I could never live in a cold, snowy climate. This girl needs to fucking move, okay? And it's honestly when I feel the most creative and I have a clear mind and I take a walk like once or twice a day because it helps me think or I'll listen to a podcast because it helps me learn and be more creative. As far as step trackers go, I'm absolutely obsessed with my Fitbit Versa. It looks very much like an Apple Watch and has some apps without being a full-on phone on my wrist. Some of my clients love their Apple Watches, but I'm just not there yet. Maybe one day. In my opinion, these are both the most accurate options. Plus, they sync really well with my fun-sized program app, so it makes it easier for both of us to use one of those brands. Speaking of my program, I do have an app. Yes, it's amazing. Um, I use this app to deliver my clients unique macros and training programs and everything else that comes along with my coaching. Plus, it's where we communicate and it's an awesome little app. You guys would freaking love it. All my clients do. You can check out my program and everything that comes along with it on my website at www.funsize.life slash coaching. And be sure to fill out the application so we can hop on a phone call to see if we are a great fit to work together. Also, P.S., if you have a Fitbit or Apple Watch, I highly suggest you turn on the movement reminders. Every hour, your watch is going to buzz and it's going to remind you how many steps you need to take in that hour to reach your goal. And I love this feature because it's literally like having an accountability partner on your wrist. Just imagine me in your ear next time it buzzes saying, go get your fun size steps. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoy my podcast, please leave me a five-star rating and review. I'm doing a fun-size crop top giveaway every month, 
And all you need to do is leave a review on iTunes or Spotify and you'll be entered into the drawing to win a free fun size crop top. That's all you guys. I'll catch you on the next episode.